there's a little witch in all of us. Welcome to the wonderful world of Wicca. This is the Wine Country Witch Podcast. This is Episode 5, The Magic of Halloween. Miranda. Welcome to my podcast, where you can learn about all things Wicca, the nature-based religion, which is based on the spiritual practices of pre-Christian Northern Europe. Now, a vital part of Wicca is the celebration of the seasonal festivals, also known as the Eight Witches' Sabbats. These festivals represent the turning of the wheel of the year. The wheel is a metaphor that helps us conceptualize the never-ending cycle of birth, death, and rebirth. The points along the wheel are the joints or hinges of the year when witches hold festivals. The magic, ritual, and ceremony of these festivals generate the energy needed to turn the wheel to the next phase, as we witches believe. The wheel begins with Samhain. Not Sam Hain. That's how it's spelled S A M H A I N, but it's pronounced Samhain. And it's the Witch's New Year, the three day festival starting on the night of October 31st, All Hallows' Eve. Now, the word Samhain comes from an ancient Celtic term meaning summer's end. This festival has become a mix of pagan and Christian beliefs because, as they did with other pagan celebrations, the Christians decided to adopt it. It's easier to get people to convert to your religion if you incorporate their established holy days into your own rather than attempt to simply stamp them out. So the Christians incorporated Samhain into their holy day of honoring their saints, or All Saints Day, on November 1st. The night before was called All Hallows' Eve, because the word hallow means holy, particularly when referring to a saint. It's from an old English word. Thus, All Hallows' Eve means the eve of the holy saints. Over the centuries, it was shortened to Halloween. Samhain has always been a harvest festival, the final one of the year. It's when the livestock was rounded up and brought in, before the onset of colder weather and eventually winter. The livestock were eaten, which is why meat is prominently featured at Samhain feasts. The ancient Celts called these the feasts of the dead and would leave food and drink out for traveling spirits. They expected the spirits of their deceased ancestors to join them in their feasts. So in addition to being a harvest and New Year festival, Samhain is a celebration of our ancestors when we remember and honor those who have passed away into the Summerlands, as we witches call it. Some refer to the Summerlands as heaven, the other side, or the spirit world. This tradition is followed in Mexico and the South American and Central American countries on November 1st, which they call El Dia de los Muertos, or the Day of the Dead, when people visit graveyards and honor those who have crossed over in their own tradition. 
At this time, one of the major hinges of the year, the other being Beltane May 1st, the veil between the worlds is at its thinnest. By that I mean the separation of the physical realm and that of the spirit is less solid than at any other time of the year. The two dimensions overlap one another on the night of Samhain. Thus, it's easier to communicate with the spirits of those who have passed on. Signals come through much clearer. Hailing frequencies are open. I've always felt a particular affinity for Halloween, even before I started practicing Wicca, because my birthday is on November 1st, the day of the witch's new year. It's never felt scary or unpleasant to me. It was a time that should be celebrated. It's such a beautiful season with the leaves turning colors and the air feeling cleaner and crisper. It's also a cozy time when we feel the need to hunker down before a warm fire, wear our soft sweaters, and indulge in comfort foods like hot cider and apple desserts and pumpkin spice, pretty much everything. Decorations or activities that were gruesome or violent or depictions of make-believe creatures such as zombies or demons, stereotypes of witches with green skin and warty noses were offensive to me, uh, even more so now. They are an affront to the sanctity of what Halloween truly is. The witch's most important holy day has been maligned and ridiculed over the centuries. So it's time we put the hallow back in Halloween. Let's start by clearing the air of the stereotypes. What comes to mind when we think of Halloween? The witch, either shown as the hideous, Satan-worshipping, cackling elderly woman riding a broom or stirring something dreadful in a cauldron, a hissing black cat at her side who will curse you and eat your children, or an overly sexualized, scantily clad girl who will curse you by seduction. These harmful images have been largely perpetrated by the Christian church. They're propaganda designed to fool people into believing what witches really are and what we do. The word witch comes from the Old English root word W-E-I-D, wide, meaning to see. Wide later spawned the words wise, wit, and wizard. And it refers to magical folk who use their own spiritual connections to nature and their deities in order to bring about positive changes. We do not worship Satan. There is no Satan in the craft. That's a line, actually, from one of the very few Hollywood productions that's come close to portraying witches accurately, which is Practical Magic, with Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman. Many historians believe that Satan was invented as a way to discredit the ancient pagan gods, particularly Pan, the Greek god, and Kernunos, the horned god of the woods that the Celts worshipped. Satan's physical characteristics were modeled after theirs, the horns of Kernunos and the goat-like lower half of Pan. Both gods are known for encouraging the pursuit of physical pleasures, which the Christians consider to be sinful. Witches do not consider them to be sinful. We believe that physical pleasures are a vital part of the human experience. Our religion teaches that it's crucial to pursue them with passion. Samhain reminds us of passion and 
the importance of desire. Without them, no one would do anything beyond what's needed to ensure their own survival. Samhain urges us to honor those who have left their earthly bodies while reveling in the joy of still being here on earth in our own bodies. As far as the other stereotypes go, such as the broom and the cauldron, those are tools that are part of our religion, just as rosaries are to Catholics or the symbol of the Star of David is to Jewish people. Every religion has tools and symbols which aid its practitioners. My broom is used to sweep negativity away from my sacred space before I cast a spell. It's also used to sweep good luck towards myself if I need it, and it's a symbol of healthy sexual energy. My cauldron is a symbol of the divine feminine, the goddess, and the element of water, all important in the craft. All year, it, but especially at Halloween, it also stands for that wonderful Welsh goddess, Caridwen. The cat is an honored companion of the witch. It's not a demon in disguise, and it's certainly not part of devil worship. As I stated earlier, there's no devil in the craft. Now, any animal can be an honored companion, but the cat has a special connection to witches. And especially at this time of year, they are considered magical creatures who aid us in accessing people and the spirits of people who've crossed over. They also aid us in calling forth the quintessence. That's the fifth element that both permeates and transcends the other four elements, earth, water, air, and fire. We riches also refer to it as energy. It's the animating current that vivifies mortal matter with immortal spirit. It's what we raise while casting spells. Now, when I say put the hallow back in Halloween, I don't mean that the celebration needs to be quiet or solemn. Respectful, yes, but boisterous activity is certainly appropriate. It is the final harvest, and we're honoring our ancestors, so there should be revels, as Thor might say. Feasting, whether it's on the seasonal foods associated with the holiday or on candy— Drinking, dancing, and partying are all appropriate for the witch's new year. Violence, even if it's just depictions, gore, and gruesome invented monsters are not appropriate. Keeping that in mind, let's now cast a Halloween spell, or as we witches would say, a Samhain invocation. This is from the book Pagan Astrology by Raven Caldera, with a few editions of my own. As a Scorpio born on the day of the witch's new year, November 1st, I feel very qualified to lead you all in casting this. But before you cast with me, ask yourself, what would you fight for? What would you bleed for? Find your passion, find your desire, and go after it. This spell will help you to do that. Scorpio Invocation for Samhain. Desert's child of the scorching heat, bearing each night of barren cold, springing from the core of the earth, underground water running beneath, darkest cave of mysteries, you whose gift is desire, bless us with the ability to follow our true passions. By the power of all that transforms, 
Bless us with the strength to forever stoke the inner flame. May we go forth with lust for life. And as we do so, may all we desire come to us in the right way at the right time to serve our highest good. That wraps up this episode. But before we say goodbye, I have some new contact information for you. If you have a comment or question, you can visit my website at winecountrywitch.com or lisamiranda.com. Both will get you there. For more witchy knowledge, information on Wicca, spells, or astrology, please visit my YouTube channel, Lisa Miranda. Happy Halloween, and until next time, blessed be.